we have a saying in the SEAL teams that when you're ambushed, the first thing you have to do is get off of the X. And the X is the spot that you're ambushed on. It doesn't matter what the plan is after that, but the for sure plan is you got to move the hell off of the X. That applies in crisis because you can't just sit there and do nothing. Hello, this is Julie Masters and you are listening to The Next Right Thing, a mini-series from the Inside Influence team designed to provide some actionable certainty in uncertain times. Now, are we still in uncertain times? Oh my goodness, yes we are. Um, I don't know about where you are in the world, but here in Australia, you know, lockdown is easing, um, new pressures are coming in, more questions are, are emerging than we have answers to, and no one really knows what the state of the economy, um, what the state of community is going to look like for the next however long. And so here we are. Here we are with this series. And the idea behind this series was to go out to some of the most popular guests from past episodes of Inside Influence, some of the people that I love speaking to the most, some of the people that you loved hearing from the most, and ask them one question. What are the things you are just laser focusing on right now? Tools, ideas or strategies or advising your clients to laser focus on that you know for sure work in uncertain times. Now the intention being that somewhere in here you will find the inspiration that you need for your next right thing or your next right move. A point of certainty amidst all the uncertainty. Now in this episode... I speak with Brandon Webb, former U.S. Navy SEAL, sniper, New York Times best-selling author and entrepreneur. He has received numerous distinguished service awards, including the Presidential Unit Citation, awarded to him by President George W. Bush, and the Navy and Marine Corps Commendation Medal with V for Valor in Combat. Now, after ending his Navy career, he then went on to embark on an entrepreneurial journey that, first time out of the gate, literally resulted in him losing everything, watching everything that he had built disappear. And I know that this is a feeling that, that many of us can relate to right now in one way, shape or form. However, undeterred, he dove deep into the pivot and went on to found Hurricane Media, which is a digital content network that is now valued at over $100 million. Now, this episode jumps around a little bit. It was very early on in lockdown, but there's there's just three or four gold nuggets in here that I really want you to listen out for, really want you to, to reflect on and take back into your world in whatever way you can. We talk about mental management, Navy SEAL style, getting off the X and staying fluid, getting off the X. Like, I can't tell you how many times that one sentence since this conversation has run through my head, just get off the X. You'll know what I'm talking about when you listen. Drownproofing, which is literally a concept that changed my life professionally and personally the first time I heard it. And surrounding yourself with the right people when the terrain gets unclear. You are going to notice a fair amount of background noise in this episode. So for those of you who are particularly sensitive to that, I totally get it. I am too. It's just the trade-off we had to make to get this one out there. We had an interesting side story. The reason that there is background noise on this one is that when all of this first happened, when COVID-19 first happened and lockdown first happened, Brandon made a really 
I think, amazing decision. He found a local artist um, in the place where he lives and he thought, okay, well, I'm going to be in my house staring at a brick wall by myself for a while. I'm going to keep an artist employed and I'm going to ask them to paint like the, this huge wall in his home, paint a mural to bring me hope and hopefully me keeping them employed, bring them hope too. So there is background noise. However, it's kind of beautiful in its own way. If you want to dig even further into Brandon's genius, you can also hunt down our previous conversation, which I think was episode number 38. Check out iTunes, check out Spotify or the usual homes. But for now, as always with these episodes and all of the Inside Influence conversations come to think of it, I just hand on heart hope that somewhere in here you find some fuel, you find some inspiration, you find a tool, you find it a mindset shift of some description that will set you up for whatever you need to take your next right move. Hello, Brandon Webb. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Julia. Appreciate it. We were just talking about the fact that you're in Old Town, Puerto Rico at the moment having an isolation mural painted on your wall. Yeah, I just, I thought to myself, that us out there and who wants to work? And I finally track one down and I'm creating this beautiful mural. Um, and yeah, I couldn't be more excited. It's going to take a, probably a week, but I can't wait to, to see it, see it finish. So let's just jump in. One of the tools that was the biggest tool I took from you the last time the last time we spoke, and that was the concept of drownproofing. And I have used the idea many, 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 many times. And it's this moment where you sit down and you go, right, what is, what is my drown point here? Like what is, what is my worst case scenario? What is the thing that's going to keep me awake at night? What is that moment that I hope I never reach? Look at that, get familiar at it and go, right, I'm ready now. Can you just walk through very quickly where drownproofing came from and probably what's the most important thing that you've learnt about it as a tool? So drownproofing comes from um, the first phase of Navy SEAL selection training and, and the training is divided into three phases, uh, initial conditioning phase, diving phase, and then the tactical phase. In the first phase, they throw everything they can at you, including a, a, an exercise called drownproofing where – you know, they tie your, hand, your hands and legs up and put you in the pool and you're supposed to essentially um, survive in, you know, 15 feet of water and do all these different skills like bobbing up and down off the, off the you know, uh, bottom of the pool, swimming with your hands and legs tied up. And not too many people are comfortable having their hands tied behind their back and their feet tied being in a, a large body of water. And so – you know, it, it's it's supposed to throw you in this like really bad situation, right? So I, I think to your point, um, you know, I, I do think it's it's smart to kind of check your demons, right? Like, what are those worst case scenarios? And and I this is something that's not like you do once and forget about, and and life is good. Like I had to do it myself last year, but I think running through that exercise, it just gives you you know, clarity and confidence because it's just not sitting there like on the top of your mind or in the back of your mind. 
gnawing away at you. You're just like, okay, I've done it. I've made peace. I know what it looks like if, if it if it does happen, whatever the scenario is. I know I have a plan in place, and, and I just make my peace with it and move on. And, and something I did want to share with the listeners was we have a saying in the – in the SEAL teams that when you're ambushed, so you're, you know, being in an ambush situation is, is the worst situation you could be in as well. The first thing you have to do is get off of the X and the X is the spot that you're ambushed on. It doesn't matter what the plan is after that, but the for sure plan is you got to move. You got to move the hell off of the X. And I feel like that's a lot of people, um, that applies in crisis because you can't just sit there and do nothing. E- even so- doing something is better than doing nothing. You just have to get to move forward, and then then you could kind of like plan and adapt. But the f- most important thing is you got to stop, you know, wallowing in place and and being paralyzed in place. You got to get the hell off the X, and the people that don't get off the X get shot and killed. So. I love that. You know, get up, get off the whatever is whatever is freezing you. Just move. Like it will not be perfect right now. Nothing is perfect. The environment is not perfect. Move. Just just keep moving. Even the energy of moving will bring in the next right thing. You have to continue to move forward, right? Like the people I see really affected by this situation in a negative way um, are paralyzed where they're just not doing anything or they're just in despair. Like they cannot get out of this narrative in their head of the world's going to hell. My life is over. My job, my job is gone. Instead of going, you know what, this is the first time in the world where I can kind of take a pause, self reflect on my own, my own life on what's going on and maybe, maybe use it as a chance to reinvent myself. Um, so I think um, I I actually got excited for this environment because I I thought okay for one I've I was preparing for the next recession I knew that we were going to be in a recession um, I didn't know it was going to be pandemic driven uh, and and as terrible as it is like and we're in for probably the great great depression of our lifetime. Like it's going to be extremely um, difficult for a lot of people. However, you know, being grounded in that, you can step back and say, look, this is, there has never been a better time um, to kind of reinvent yourself, start a new business, uh, pivot your business to this new kind of digital environment. You know, I, with a partner started a whole new business line. Like we're, we saw that there is a huge gap in the marketplace for kids' vitamins. You know, we're, we literally took that concept and we just today sent in the packaging artwork for a U.S. manufacturer. Talk to me about that innovation process. Talk to me about, you know, that's a very fast pivot, way, way out of the ballpark of your, I'm assuming, comfort zone, but definitely your business zone. How, what was the... What was the initial process of that pivot and how did you move that quick? My first job as CEO is okay, let's let's stabilize the business, make, you know, we all agreed to take a a, a salary reduction across the board so we didn't have to do any layoffs. Um, got the business in a really stable place and then I said, "Okay, guys, let's make one side bet here. Like let's figure out um, 
you know, what's going on in the marketplace that where we can leverage our skills. Because what we're good at is marketing on the internet direct to consumer. So we know we can do that well. Where are the opportunities? And so we over it took us two days to gather some data. Um, we we had three different categories we're looking at. One of them was nutraceuticals, and we figured out, okay, kids' vitamins. You know, we got the data back. It's it's a totally untapped, um, it's an untapped market. There's a couple big companies like dinosaur companies, no innovation. Um, and, and and we said, okay, now we know we can market it. Can we get the product? And so, um, you know, as we were looking at calling up private label manufacturers in the U.S., um, I started thinking about, you know, different names for vitamins. And, you know, we knew we were going to market to kids. And, and uh, you know, I had this idea. And um, don't laugh for anyone that's seen that Tiger King series on Netflix. But, but I had I had not watched that series, which is a, which is a train I've, wreck. I've by seen the, way, the, the advert for it. It looks like yeah. a train wreck. Oh, God. Yeah, it, it's very entertaining. Like, I, it, if you need to kill some time, I highly recommend. Um, but I ended up buying TigerVitamins.com. My daughter's an artist. I had her do the logo, the initial kind of inspiration logo design. Um, she's done like the initial Instagram ads for us, uh, which has been amazing. Um, and so, the team loved it. We found a supplier um, in New Jersey that could make it all natural for us and in a gum, gummy format. Um, and, you know, we applied for trademark and then we're off to the races. I want to stick with that pivot point because I feel like I was actually texting a, a friend of mine who's a CEO yesterday and we were both saying that we feel like pivot is the most used, possibly overused word in, in business currently and for good reason. Yeah. So I want to tie it into what I was going to talk to you about next anyway, which was getting a team to move forward quickly and with certainty in an uncertain environment. Now, obviously, you know, your background in in the military, that would have been a huge skill to have. You know, you need people to be able to change direction fast and with certainty in an environment that sometimes they may know very, very little about or the, the absolute basic fundamentals about. How using that background and also what you've just done, because I think a lot of people are struggling at the moment with, you know what, I want to move fast. I know we need to move fast. You know, I'm. it's my skin in the game, but I'm really struggling getting my team right now. They've got so many things they're adjusting to. They're adjusting to their lives. They're adjusting to working from home. They're fearful. They're fearful for their jobs. I'm having a real difficulty getting them to move as quickly as I know that we need to move. What have you learned about that as a leader? A part of what I really made sure I did in the first couple weeks was over communicate in the sense that I was, I was saying, look, we got this. You guys are totally taken care of. We're financially secure. You know, everyone's getting paid. And the, in fact, the future is going to be really bright for us. Like this, this year we will have an up year for sure. I want to finish with a question. Now I haven't prepped you for this question at all. So I apologize. I should have done. Um, but just off the cuff from your gut, what's the, What's the next right thing for you at the moment? What are you looking at as the next right thing? This kind of self-isolation is, I've taken it as a gift, right? So I'm really thinking through 
like what's the next move I make um, in my really my living situation in my my life call it lifestyle. Um, I love New York City. I love the energy. I love Puerto Rico. But as my kids are getting older, um, you know, I'm just trying to like think through, you know, what and really like what's a healthy place for me to to be living and working in the world and and you know we live in this amazing time where you know you can literally work from anywhere in the world so i'm just kind of like thinking through that right now um and you know just again as a as a leader making sure i check in with my team uh even on -on one-on-one basis every week just to make sure that they know that we're we're going to be okay and that we do have a, a plan charted. Um, it's something I'm doing on, on Mondays, like reinforcing, Hey, this is what the next year looks like. And the next two years after that. Uh, so they really understand like the direction we're going. Thank you so much for your time. It's been so great to connect and chat with you again, such a, you know, for my time in isolation, there was, literally nothing I could think of that I wanted to do more than just get back in touch with some of my favorite conversations and see if we can contribute something something useful and something that could be someone else's next right thing so thank you and good luck with your mural yeah thanks Julie I'll send you a photo please do I'll post it for anyone that's interested in what this mural is going to look like I will post the photo okay great